0: The Spooky Chris podcast. My name is Chris Ringler. I am an author and occasional filmmaker and all around oddball uh, living in Flint, Michigan. This is episode. Uh, I'm going to take a step back and think, I think this might be episode 20 uh, of my occasional podcast. Um, I generally focus on weird horror stuff, but uh, today I'm kind of taking a. I'm veering off course, as it were. Um. I had recently, so, so you can find all my podcasts, all my blogs at SpookyChris.com, um, but in saying that, uh, yeah, I had, uh, recently done a blog about, about, uh, you know, how, how kind of I came to live in Flint and kind of my, my little tiny abbreviated story of how I came to live in Flint and the idea of kind of what Flint was for, for me when I came here. Um, so kind of the recent past of Flint. I moved to Flint in around 2005. Um, so I thought I would kind of change it up and do a, a, a podcast about my idea of kind of where Flint should go. Now, saying all of this, I don't have any skin in the game as it were other than I'm a, I'm a citizen of the city I we you know we pay taxes we have lived here for you know 14 years something like that in the in the city um, I have a house now um, have been doing events in the city for 14 years um, or more so I definitely have you know I'm invested but you know I'm not someone who can change the city Structure myself. I can kind of be a part of the rebirth, but I can't change the structure. So for me, um, one of the things, it's funny because uh, Detroit and Flint, and Flint kind of mirror one another. Industrial cities, you know, blue collar cities that uh, the markets changed and they fell out of favor and, you know, the main industry dried up and now they're kind of waiting for these deep pocket people to kind of come in and, and basically write the future and kind of save the day which is interesting um, I wouldn't say that it's a great idea because it's a lot like GM like what if these people go bankrupt or they are short timers I mean you know right now in Flint um, the people invested are long timers you know long termers um, they've been around the city they've been invested in the city for years But, so when there's investment, there's always going to be kind of other people that want to be involved that are going to start getting involved financially. But, you know, again, they could go bankrupt. They could just kind of be speculators where they purchase a lot of property and sit on it uh, until somebody wants to pay them what they feel like it's worth, and then they'll flip it, and it'll just keep getting changed. There's properties downtown like that. Um, You know, and you'll see, uh, see people snatch up Parcels of land, you know, wanting to rent, and that's how you get into this, this problem we have in in our city, especially especially like with rentals, like all of these people who they need a place to stay, they can't afford a house, um, you know, they have some kind of government subsidized living, so they get these these uh, subsidized rental places, and the renters don't live here, don't care, they have a management company, they just get that regular government check. If you don't own where you live. And you don't have an investment, you don't really give it a half a darn, you know. And it makes sense. Like, why am I going to put poor money into something that someone else's? I, I knew some, I had some friends, rented a house in Flint, and they just wanted to paint the porch. And the owners, who were from the area, well, relatively from the area, then moved to Florida, were like, no, no, they didn't want, they didn't want them to invest money into paint and it meant them time and money, um, painting the house. And I could get where you'd be like, oh, well, you know, that's great, but we'd like it to be whatever color, name a color, white, brown, whatever. So that you don't get, like, a weird color that you're just going to have to repaint. I get it. You know, you can't just have kind of free reign if it's not your property. But it's no wonder that these properties get run down because the management company doesn't give a crap. The owners don't give a crap because they just want the money rolling in. And the people who live there don't necessarily care because they just want a roof over their heads and they don't have any, like, again, it's like, They could get kicked out tomorrow. They could lose assistance. So why do you, you know, why are you going to pour a whole bunch of your heart into the place? And then there's cities that have lots of that. Um, So, and the problem with Flint right now for me is that its future is truly being decided by a handful of, I mean, a handful of men um, who are wealthy men who are investing. But they're deciding what the Flint, what the city will be, where it will go, what it will become. And that bothers me. Like, there's no... Like, Flint needs retail. We don't need more bars. Um, we don't, you know... I can see if you a- open a club so people can come and dance, but that's not what's opening. They're opening bars. Um, the country in, in, in general has a thing where we're going to all bar, Everything's bar and grill. So we got to shoot down the middle. So we're going to have 100 TVs, super loud... Um, the atmosphere is just of loudness in sports. Um, there's not family restaurants really much anymore. Um, you can't really go many places where people can't drink, which is kind of like, why do you have to drink everywhere you go? I don't know, I do rest. But with Flint, um, it's funny because it's kind of like the notion of how America is with um, renewable energy. It's like you have the sun right there. You have wind everywhere. And it's like we refuse to take advantage of both. Um, We have the arts are so strong here. When I, you know, when I moved to Flint, like the arts were here, but like they were just kind of getting, you know, a revival. They're so strong here. Um, Right now, actually, there's international artists doing um, murals around the city. Gorgeous pieces, like that will bring people to the area. How we're not seeing like the city as a whole and like businesses and the mayor and everyone coming out in support of this and like pushing it these are going to pull people here Um, it's interesting because the city wants to take advantage of the arts um, and, and the art walk that it has and all of those things it wants to benefit but it doesn't want to invest kind of like our events so we've been doing these horror events for years and we bring people into town we brought business into town You know, we gave money to people in town, like, as far as uh, donations and stuff. And yet, like, again, it's funny that it's almost as if we haven't existed all these years. And it's frustrating because a lot of that, it's on us. You know, we have to get the word out. But some of it's also, it's like the city doesn't embrace it. It doesn't care. And that's the problem is that a lot of this is there's so many backdoor deals and friend deals. And if it doesn't benefit me, what do I care? And, you know we are making all of this space downtown for yuppies who, you know, aren't going to have kids in the system, don't have investment in the system other than they'll they'll maybe want to live downtown or maybe they work in the area. But like, these aren't people who've lived here. And I'm not talking about gentrification. Like, my thing with Flint is that all of this property has been available for years for much less money. People could have bought it, could have done whatever. Um, They didn't. So it's not that. It's that. Everybody's going after, like, trying to become this hipster city, this hip place, without letting students and low-income people and artists and, like, blue-collar people, the city is formed on blue-collar, like, letting them live downtown. Downtown's coming back. It's thriving. Hopefully, to me, success is that, like, once downtown's done, it moves to the north and to the south and starts to kind of, you know, engulf other parts of the city. We'll see if that happens. I have my doubts, but we'll see. But the thing is that, you know, we are making it. There's no, I mean, there's very few galleries, and they're very hard to get into, which makes sense, but there's no alternative galleries. There's no alternative events, really, outside of what we do and maybe with a couple other people. There's not a lot of people able to kind of find success here if you're artistic or not a lawyer or, you know, one of these few businesses. Um, Gosh, I had trouble finding a job in Flint. Um, We're just, we're not, you hear about the brain drain so much, and it's, you know, the idea that all of these young people who are from here, you know, go to school here, we have lots of colleges in Flint, um, and they're all going to leave because there's nothing here for them. Um, And I get it. I absolutely get it because the house, you know, you can buy a house real cheap, real inexpensively, Um, a nice house still. um, That'll change, but... How many how many young people have money for a house? Um, Suddenly so you have to rent. Rents have gone up. When I moved downtown, it was like I've rented from with somebody I know, and it was very very reasonable, very acceptable. But everything's gonna go up because everybody's gonna want to live downtown. Everybody's gonna want to live. Oh gosh, there's this bar and that bar. Oh, I can go to this event. It's so great, and that's cool. But like we need people that are gonna be cool. I can do all that, but I also can go down the down the street to the grocery store, or to I can go to the whatever store and buy this, or I can go to that store and buy the like the people that are going to support the city, and that's not bars, and that's not restaurants. Um, and it's like we want the success without the work. Um, you know, there's so much root level activity and so many creatives and not a lot of bigger opportunities. There's no investment in them, no money in them. Um, and it's the way with every city. And again, I kind of get it, but it's myopic thinking. Like, I get that, like, well, well you know, I, I want to make money. If I'm going to invest, i got to make money. Absolutely. But see, here's the thing. So I, I worked at a place, a bookstore downtown. So it's on the main drag of downtown Saginaw Street. Worked there for a little while. We were one of the, the places that kind of, Got the art walk further than just like three venues um, and kind of grew it. Funky little place. And it was cool until the landlord who would come in and take naps in like the place, he would just come to him and his wife both would come in and just take naps and chairs at the bookstore because they just, it was their building. So he kept raising the rent on the owner until she, you know so she had to move. and so that so it was vacant after she moved and he has had a handful of businesses like a Wiccan store, a hookah bar a drug uh, testing place um, all these places, none of them last because he's not investing in them like there's a way to make money that is perpetual for you where you don't make maybe as much but you over the long term you start to make the money because these people are staying there and they're succeeding um I would rather have a filled space than an empty space um, all day. And I'm sure he's, he's a speculator like everybody else. Like, oh, somebody's going to come. Everybody wants to be downtown, blah, blah, blah. That's great. That's great. But until it happens, until somebody comes here with a check to like pay you a ton of money, it's, it's an empty building. And that's what Flint has a lot of still, even downtown. A lot of opportunity. But, like, it's speculators sitting on properties until they can kind of figure out what it is. Oh, well, yeah, we can open this restaurant. Oh, we can open this bar. Oh, we can open this. You know, you need a city has to be more than bars and restaurants. It has to be entertainment. It has to be living. It has to be retail. Um, it has to be the arts, um, you know. And it's, it's, it's funny. As a nation, we, we all, we go to movies, we listen to music. Yeah, you know, sports people are entertainers in their way. We love entertainment, but we don't want to invest in it because we think it's a waste. We'd rather invest in stocks and bonds and businesses and war and all this stuff, so that the things we love go away and die. The people we lo- who, who create works that we love have to give it up. Um, it's funny. My my go-to is always about the writing thing. It's like I always write, but you know I had the. the the blindfold lifted when I went to New York for the World Horror Con, when there were a bunch of these authors that were published authors, who have publishers. And they are working authors. But they are working authors. They have day jobs. Because they can't make a living as an author. And that that opened my eyes. Um, Artists, you know, and it's good for artists to work. But it's just interesting how we don't want to invest again in education, in you know the, the the ground stuff that makes opens the opportunities for all of us to succeed. We don't want to invest in it, and we'll see what happens with Flynn. I love Flint. I'll you know always love Flint. I don't know that I really want to live here forever. I've had enough of the politics, but uh, it's a it's a shame that people more creatives don't have the opportunity and the money to really kind of plant their flags in the city and make it like the, the keep, keep Seattle weird and keep Boston weird kind of stuff it's a catchphrase but it's also like that's what makes those cities interesting are the little weird spots There was a city called Royal Oak there is a city called Royal Oak there really was I guess it was great, it was funky and weird and had all these funky shops until they realized they can make money on the yuppies The young people that wanted to go out and party and maybe live there, but didn't have an investment in what the city used to be. And so the rates went up, all of the cool businesses moved out or closed, and now it's just another wasteland of, 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 you know, uh, mass market um, chain stores and chain restaurants and chain coffee bars. So the identity's gone. Flint has an identity. Flint's great. Um, When when we did our conventions, like, no celebrity said anything bad. They're like, oh, wow, it's great. They they had fun in the city. You know, uh, as as bad a rep as Flint has, when people come here, there's a lot to love. There's a lot to learn to love. Um, And we don't embrace it enough. Um, We embrace, like, two or three events, and we let those stand for the whole city. And they don't. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure I'll think of lots more to say, but we'll consider this a part one of the future. But hey, thanks. Um, if you want to hear more, my podcasts are on SpookyChris.com. They're on Anchor. They're on uh, iTunes, all that stuff. You found it, so I'm sure you can find it again. I um, blog is Spooky Chris. Um, I am an author. You can find all my books there. I've written a whole parcel of books. And I will talk to you sooner than later.